Hi, this is Kathy Aru with the Liberal Sherpa Podcast, and I have a co-host who has joined us from the Catalina Stars Podcast, because we have three podcasts in our family, and this is Christina from the Catalina Stars Podcast. Hello. And we are both interviewing today because we're both big fangirls of Carlos Alasraki, which uh, I'm pretty sure he has... He does. He has so many fans. He's over a hundred characters, and he'll explain why he is. Uh, but I'll read his bio from his Twitter page because I know it's him, and I know this is how uh, he defines himself as an actor, writer, comic, and Garcia from Reno 911, which started in 2003. It's so funny. There are a bunch of incompetent... I don't think he'll be mad if I say that. There are a bunch of incompetent cops that are that are so great and garcia has always been one of my favorites because he I, he's latino uh but he doesn't like latinos i think or he doesn't like immigrants specifically I, i'm not quite sure but um something like that uh, he plays rocco from rocco's modern life uh he was a taco bell chihuahua uh crocker you, you know mr crocker from uh crocker from fairly odd parents yeah Okay, and he is an Annie Award winner and Emmy nominated. So he's he's an award-winning voiceover actor who is taking time today to call us, and we're so excited. We're like beyond excited. Um, we had ice cream to prep, and okay, you're you ready to go? Because I know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. I hope he doesn't think we're insane. Oh, and I I, I want to mention I interviewed him, uh, maybe 15 years ago. And it is so much fun to interview someone a second time, and hopefully there'll be a third, and a fourth, and a fifth. Okay. As we wait for Carlos to call, so let's listen to a compilation of voices of characters from one of the most famous voice actors right now. So when you watch a movie and watch those credits go up, you definitely will see his name going up those credits and now you'll you'll definitely know who it is because he's about to call so here are his voices sir i'm detecting a higher level of sass the foot is down the foot is down who come fly with me gachinha all right princess elena maids and luna are okay but i know you want to ride the best haha <laughs> me skylar maria you have disgraced me and the whole village of san angel hey everybody watch out for nasty nork and i'll be with you throughout the game all right yo quiero taco bell viva gorditas I'm Leslie P. Lillylegs, and I want to be vice president. Listen, Batman, I beat the bat. Now, I will beat the man. Oh, Denzel, promise you'll stay with Mommy tonight. Never! I'm going out. I have a date with girlfriend. There is! I don't know. I guess recording day is a very dangerous day. Sparky! Hey, cat dog, how's about giving me 50 bucks so I don't tell the neighbors what you've been up to? <laughs> hey, Scoutmaster Lumpus, can we play Ring Around the Cabin? Uh, yeah, I love going around in circles. Juniper Lee, this time you've really lost your mind. I am not fighting a dragon. Oh, I can hide money. I'm a Phillips head screwdriver. <laughs> oh, yes, 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 Walden. I want to go outside, too. Oh, no. 
Old tío Tortuga does not want to play yo-yos. I want to play checkers with Uncle Ban. Let's go, buena girl. Let's go, flea. Family, honor, tradition, donuts. Oh, how much does a snowplow weigh? Enough to melt the ice. El Chupacabra! Carlos, is that you? Cristina's here. She's um, a young podcaster, and we've been watching. Hey, Cristina. Hi, Carlos. Hi. <laughs> She's a Reno 911 fan, and we've been looking what? up. Every yes, I know. Is inappropriate. It is that, I know. Is it inappropriate? Okay, Cristina, sit down. I'm going to give her the chair. Is it inappropriate that um, a 10 year old watch Reno 911? Go ahead. Um, unless it's for research, I believe I would have to say it's inappropriate. What? I know your father, and um, I respect that. But but why? I mean, these are these are wonderful police officers who do such a good job. Yes. Well, it is true. If they want a history lesson on how not to do a job correctly <laughs> or what to avoid if you're ever going into law enforcement. It is good to watch. There is some hijinks that's pretty cartoony and fun, but we just sort of sink into the lowbrow, which could be dangerous and combat good parenting. Now, my daughter, oldest daughter is 10, Riley's 10, Austin is 7. I mistakenly watched the first episode of Trece, which is the Filipino cartoon I'm part of, the graphic novel on, on Netflix, and uh, it was too much. I was like, I should not have shown you that. There's bad language, and it's a little gory. So... I've been there. As a parent, you think it's appropriate in the first season of American Horror Story. You're like, oh, maybe not a good idea. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. So um, I, I interviewed you. If your wife's there, hi. Um, hi. I we're big fans over here, by the way. Just crazy, yeah. crazy fans. I, I think I interviewed, um, is it, como, how do I say it? Alasraki? Ra Alasraki? Alasraki, or if you Americanized it, Alice Rocky. My wife is from Bridgewood, New Jersey, so she's she's finally on West Coast time. Oh, poor thing. West Coast. I lived in San Francisco, and I just lived on Miami oh. time. I refused. I didn't. Yeah. Even, yeah, I fought it. I fought it. But um, so so Alasraki. So my um, my obsession with you, of course, is Garcia. I. Yeah love that you are so anti-immigrant with your southern accent yes but you're garcia very self-loathing it's very similar to a character rick Najera had in his one-man show called buford gomez and also uh similar to characters in border town the, the short-lived cartoon on fox but yeah i named him Dan, uh, Oscar garcia after my roommate in college dan garcia who uh, is Mexican-American. His parents were farm workers in Merced, California. Very dark skin. And can't, And Dan listened to country music and he would say, ah, oh, doggone, Carlos, and married a white Irish woman named Linda. Oh. And Dan was just American as apple pie. He still is. He still kind of talks like that and lives up near, uh, uh, gosh, where is it? I want to say it's up on the way to Yosemite, up near there. And he's just Tuolumne. You know, he's up near Tuolumne, and Dan's always been that way. And I just thought, it's perfect. You know, I could be a Southern guy, I could name him Garcia, self-loathing, doesn't really realize his Latin roots. And 
Doesn't matter. God's law, you know. Wait, wait. So you, so you were part of naming him Garcia? Yeah, we we got to name and create our own characters. Oh my! Oh my God! <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So that's the ten-year-old watching the show that she should be watching, but it, yeah. I, really, that's because I thought that the genius of it was I, I didn't realize you were Garcia when I interviewed you, I think, 15 years ago. And I, I didn't realize that you chose Garcia. I thought it was uh, the, the geniuses behind Reno 911 that realized, you know, chose to call you Garcia. And you um, you sat at the border, the Mexican border. I think it was a fence. And, uh, oh, yeah. and you got hungry. You got hungry and you went to a Mexican food truck. You crossed the border to get some good Mexican food while you were keeping the immigrants out of America. Correct. And didn't we get stuck on the other side or something? I don't think you minded it, though, because I think you guys realize, oh, it's more fun in Mexico, but you still were anti-immigration. Yeah. Yeah, that was our big thing. Um, (laughs) Yeah, our original show, we auditioned for Ben, Tom, and Carrie for a sketch show for Fox which before the animated show came out was called Ugly Americans. And uh, we did our table read and Fox did uh, pass on it. Uh, and uh, we had, Ben, Tom, and Carrie said, we're gonna make fun of the show cops, go home and think about characters. No. And we all did, and we all came with our respective. Wendy was not a part of the original pilot, Wendy McClendon-Covey, AKA the Goldbergs, Beverly. Whoa. She came on later, she came on later after they decided that Garcia would not have a daughter, played by Amy Brassett, who's living in near uh, Lake Charles in Louisiana, a very talented actress. Um, she was playing my daughter, but then they decided, we want to shift. We want some ex-casino magician's assistant, body, knows herself kind of Reno girl, and Wendy just came in with that character, and obviously Clementine Johnson became a legend. You know? Well, she, uh, she was known as, in one of the episodes, Slut Cop. Uh, slut. slut cop, yeah. Yeah. That's probably her. Yeah, slut yeah. cop. And she put the dollars, uh, she was breaking up a party, but she took all the dollar bills and acted like the stripper and put it down her bra. Um, yeah. It's so good. And I actually, um, it's so bizarre because uh, I was watching it with someone, uh, a friend said, wow, that would just not fly nowadays, Reno 911. That's, uh, that's controversial. And I said, really? Because it's on air right now. Oh, yeah, all the old episodes. And, you know, we had to address in the new episodes on Roku about BLM, you know. So one of our first officers is we're looking to shoot an unarmed white man to kind of balance out the scales. Oh, my God. And, of course, that goes horribly wrong. And the movie, which was announced in the trade, the movie we just finished is called The Search for QAnon. Oh, no. Uh, Oh, no. Where we go looking out for, for, for Q. So... We're sort of addressing it, everything and hitting the nail on the head because you can't skate around it because policing has changed. The view of cops has changed. Shooting people is different these days. We certainly don't do any chokeholds or kneel on anybody, which is good. Yeah. You're too much to do that. But, yeah, you had to address the way things changed between the end in 2010 and the beginning in 2021, so. But, yeah, but because I, th- well, I thought of it, but I was like, well, the, the show's still on and you're still making new shows. So then, but we had Archie Bunker in the 70s. So yeah. I don't, so it's more sensitive now than, um, I, because of 
BLM and because of all that stuff, you have to... Uh, yeah, because of, because of quote unquote wokeness, and I won't give it away, but we sort of addressed that with a small scene in the new movie we, we just made. But, sort of addressed some of that. But, but you guys were always in comp. I don't. I'm. I don't mean to insult Garcia, but uh, it's in the description of the show. You're incompetent. I mean, that's the point. Yes. That is the point that we are politically correct, but we are do. We are still trying to abide by. No incompetent. Incompetent. You guys did. You guys were not really the best cops out there to defend. No. no to protect. No. 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 No, but that was always the joke. So now the joke of not being a good cop is not taking so well. Exactly. So, so Reno 911, you're telling me in 2021 has to be more competent. Yes. Yeah, we we have to be a little bit more. Well, we're still incompetent. We're just aware of the situation we should be aware of. (laughs) Calling people certain names using techniques, uh, issuing warnings before we fire uh, our weapons, all kinds of stuff that we try to address. But it's still, it, it ends up the same. We reach the same unfortunate conclusion. Things go wrong. Kenny, Kenny Rogers will still get shot, no matter. Kenny Rogers, yeah. <laughs> no matter yeah. what happens, you will shoot the celebrity in the show, no matter yes. if he's protected or not. Uh, and then, um, my God, I the the you have you've have fans from all ages, um, which I'm sure your your wife and your children know this that you are just like the coolest dad and person ever, because your fans you are from Walla Wubsy to Mr. Crocker, right? Is it Mr. Crocker? Yeah, to, Mr. Crocker, and um, yes. fairly odd parents. Yeah, fairly odd parents. So so. You've got like this fan base that is, I think, everyone on the planet. It's your everybody, right? Yeah, if, if you go to TikTok, you know, a lot of my fan base is mostly animation, but they do like to know that I'm Garcia as well. Really? It's a nice mix. They do know? They're more fans of the voiceover on Instagram and TikTok than they are of Garcia per se. Yeah. Uh, because it's not as highlighted as most of my animation career has been longer although reno's been 20 something years so um but it is a mix and it's a fun mix when i go to the cons you know usually the popper characters are spire of the dragon rocco rocker and then garcia and then occasionally a bane or or uh skyler from uh yeah yeah because i um I, I knew you as Garcia, the Taco Bell dog. Yeah. And you said, uh, you said this to me 15 years ago. You said, if you had kids, you would realize how cool I am with the kid crowd. I think you actually said that to me. And, yeah. and I, I felt bad because I didn't have children. So I actually went out and had two children because you yeah. said that. Yeah. yeah. There you go. It's my fault. Yes, I didn't mean to do it. I had two children because of you. And now, uh, now that one's 10 years old, she's able to say, these are the reasons why he is so cool. And yes. she uh, street it's, uh, seriously, I, so I, I created a fangirl for you, an extra one, like you didn't, like you needed <laughs> one. So, yeah. um, but, but Christina, um, is a weird situation because she seeks advice 
which I know uh, people ask you advice about this, but it's not it's not easy what you do. I mean, you've even you're even on SpongeBob. Like, how uh, Christina? You want to ask? Um, I'm Christina Rue from. Hi, Christina. <laughs> Hi, um, with Catalina Stars, Young and Famous with Christina Rue. <laughs> And I'm Christina Rue. <laughs> okay. Um, and I would like to ask you, how do you know you can be a voice actor? I don't know. I think I started very young when I was imitating my mom, who's from Argentina. My dad was British educated. I started making fun of everybody at this, on the swim team and mimicking teachers. My best friend's parents were from Glasgow, Scotland, and I started to imitate them. So it's when you start to just hear sounds and repeat them and believe that you're the character. And it's never stop pretending because being a voice actor is being a giant kid. So you know that if you can never stop pretending to play like a little kid, you'll be a really, really good actor and voice actor. Well, I know that I'm forever going to be a kid. You, there you go. You think so? Well, yeah. It's so, so, but you, but they asked you to be a voice actor and, and say that, like, how do you... Yeah, I got um, asked to be a voice actor on Brains On in, uh -huh. in Espanol. Um, and I play um, a lot of different um, characters. That's great. And I was asked to be a co-host in English from the uh -huh. Spanish version. Oh yeah, so they asked um, to act like I was walking out of the room. So um, I just um, leaned back and said, um, um, like, goodbye or um, see you later. I forgot yeah. what I said, but um, I leaned back like this. Uh -huh. So yeah, and the first time it was, um, I did it, but, um, have you, how did you know that that was like your, your, that's what you needed to do? Because you were just a kid, um, imitating people. How'd you know that was your profession? That's a good question. I did Rocco is my first gig, and I went by what they're called storyboards. And storyboards usually paint a picture for you, so like, if you, they show a picture of Rocco stretching his arm to re, reach a piece of, uh, a tube of toothpaste, you know, the dialogue might say, oh man, I really need to get this toothpaste. And you could say it like, he could be mad, like, oh man, I really need to get this toothpaste. Oh, sad. Oh man. But if you see him stretching and there's a expression of pain on his face, he's like, oh man, I really need to get this toothpaste. So you, the artists draw what's uh, using an animatic or they make storyboards to help you uh, know what situation the character's in. Or if the character's running away, right? I must cease this senseless sucking. The suckomatic is going out of control. <laughs> the, the drawings will let you know how to move and how to act. Timmy's parents 
uh, parking in the ferry parking spaces. So I know that he's he's behind a van, and I picture him behind a van, and he pops his head out. Ooh, ooh, let's see if Timmy's pants poke in the ferry spaces. <laughs> you know, I know I know the mood because of the drawing and because of the direction. Was it always like that? Because to me, they didn't really give me like directions. Well, that's good. You just knew. You knew from what the situation was that that's what you needed to do, and that that's good instincts. And yeah, a lot of times you'll read something and you'll use your own instincts without direction. You know, I know that if Crocker, Crocker Crocker's going to say happy birthday to a kid he doesn't like, he's going to be happy birthday. You know, but if he means it, happy birthday, girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> How do you, how does someone become a voice actor? Because you've well, done like a hundred roles. <laughs> you know, you become a voice actor the minute you start playing around with stuff in your house. You become a professional voice actor when you start getting paid for doing that. But you can become a voice actor right away. You can make cartoons. You can draw short stories. You can make a YouTube channel. You can go on TikTok and play with stuffed dolls or make stop-action uh, little projects or pencil drawings and make them into short animatics or short animated projects. Um, you could do what you're doing on your, your uh, podcast. You could create characters. And that's how you start creating your voiceover library. I became, I was a stand-up comedian and I did a bunch of characters on stage. Can anyone do it? I think anyone has a shot at beginning it. How long you last is um, is the word is predicated is is based on how much uh, you work at it and how much you're willing to fail, which is audition and not get the part and stay with it. Um, how much you uh, grow. I grew a lot by watching Charlie Adler and. Uh, Tara Strong and Gray Delisle and Billy West and John DiMaggio and Tom Kenny, I, Darren Norris. Uh, I, I grew by Jeff Bennett watching all these people work and what skills they were bringing to the table that I didn't have already. So anybody can do it. It may not mean you'll last as long or get as much work as somebody else, but anybody can be a voice actor. Wow. But you have to, you have to work at it. You really do. You, you, you actually were watching him, but we couldn't figure it out. As uh, we were cheating, we were watching um, Inside Out, and you were fear. You were the dad's fear. Yeah, but here's a little trick that's so close to Garcia's voice. Yes, we're on the check The foot is down. The foot is down. That's just like Garcia going, "Get down!" Oh my god! Yeah, I remember. I remember you saying that in the movie. <laughs> Down. And if you listen closely to Come Fly With Me Gachinia, you can hear Yo Quiero Taco Bell. It's the same octave. It's just slightly different. Yeah. Oh, that's what we said. That's Garcia is fear. Yeah. That's but, right. But you guessed it. But she couldn't learn from the cartoon itself. She couldn't learn. It, it was, you can't learn from watching your cartoon. Uh, yeah. We, yeah. She was watching your videos, and uh, someone handed you a bunch of Dr. Seuss books, and asked. Oh yeah, Butch Hartman. 
Yeah, they asked you to do, and I was like, I don't, is that, I, I was like, I don't know if I would like that if someone tells me, here's a book, re, do it in five different voices. But you did it's it fun. so seamlessly. Yeah, that's all, that's Butch Hartman, the creator of Fairly Odd Parents, and I, I love that stuff. I think I did Billy Crystal too. Are you my mom? I don't know. You could be my dad, but I'm asking if you're my mom. Yeah. Um, so I love doing that stuff because the characters we already know. I knew Rocco, and I know Mr. Tucker. So once we have them in our in our in our glove box, we've always have them. We know where they are. We know where they exist vocally. We could go find them easily. Wow. So yeah. So Christina's get you. You're getting. She's actually a paid voice actress speaking Spanish. But she's got the 10-year-old voice because she's 10. Because I awesome. am 10-year-old. I am a 10-year-old. You are a 10-year-old. I have to brag about my daughters who've done Summer Camp Island, and my daughter, Riley, is the voice of Rock Talk on Star Trek Prodigy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did he teach And I think because you mm -hmm. hung around your mom and because Riley hung around my wife and I, her good at doing voices, it just sort of came naturally. We really didn't, she loved to get into acting classes, but we really didn't say, okay, we're gonna practice voiceover every day. It's just something that happens, right? And now she's learning to work on it because Riley will get frustrated and say, I had to do like 30 takes of the same line. I go, guess what? Daddy has to take, do the same thing. Even though I've been doing it for 20, 30 years, you have to do multiple takes sometimes. And so the fun becomes the work, you know, and that's why I, I, I say that's how long you'll last is how dedicated you are to keep on to working on it and to doing multiple takes, even though you think you got it right the first time. No. That's so, it, right? Yeah, that, you yeah. feel like you you nailed it, but then um, you, turns out um, they want you to redo it. Yes. It is a little, it can be frustrating. I thought I said it just that, that way just now. And you're like, all right, I'll give you another three takes and let's see what happens. You know, Tom Kenny will do that on Camp Coral. You'll be, Tom will go, okay, you see these guys lift up this big heavy chest, you're in awe, and then they drop it and you run and scream. Okay, go. Oh, wow. Ah! He's like, that's great, but do it like this. Go, oh, 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 wow, wow, wow. And then go, ha, 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 ha. You're like, okay. Even though it's just background walla, Tom wants to get it exactly right. And so you're working really hard on it, doing multiple take to get something that Tom has a vision for in, in his head. And, but that's part of the game, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. No matter how long you've been doing it, you still have so much to learn and you still have to do retakes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Did they, did I, I did. I did the retakes on Camp Coral this morning. You know. <gasps> You're a fan of Camp Coral? Yeah, it's um SpongeBob. Yeah, I'll play all the little Yeah, whatever happened here. And then I play a guy named Harvey. He's like, yeah, you guys, there's Martians and aliens. <laughs> Does, does it matter? I'll let you. I'll let you go because you're so. I'll, I'll let you go because you're so busy. I know Christina I have a final question, but does it matter that you're that you're Carlos, that you're Latino? Do they do they uh, at this point in your career when they see uh, that you're Latino? Do they automatically think that maybe you cannot do a Scottish accent or you cannot be that 
racist uh, Southern cop named Garcia? Like, do people make assumptions about the voices you can do based on your real name? It's weird that that happens, and, and luckily because my parents are from Argentina, and, you know, I'm doing my Duolingo, yo, yo, yo estoy en Duolingo cada día para 15 minutos para aprender más español, Ay. para hacer publicidad, para diferentes programas, pero I grew up listening to Spanish and Scottish and all that stuff, but the name Carlos helps to even get a, an, a crack at doing Trece, which is a Filipino show, to to play Latino characters on the Casa Grandes, to play Carlos, who sounds sort of American. And, uh, you know, Christian Lanz is another wonderful Latino actor who's on uh, Victor and Valentino. Jason Hightower uh, is on Victor and Valentino, uh, but he, he uses his Latino surname now to sort of give him more street cred as a Latino. Um, but the name Carlos does help to get auditions for Latino roles. But sometimes they'll say, we want you to play a South American, but they don't have an accent. And I'm like, well, that, that, that's the, I don't know how that's going to work, but I'll, I'll try. You know, how do you how are you going to know that character's South American in an episode unless you have a big sign? I'm South American, you know, but I've gotten to play uh, Mexican characters, Brazilian characters, uh, Argentinian characters, uh, probably a, a few Cuban characters as well. Cuban, uh, I, por favor, can, uh, tell me, can I? Can we hear the Cubano? Yeah. Somos Cubanos. I don't know which character was. He was more probably stereotypical. Yeah. You know, you know who it was? It was Nestor in uh, in uh, Nestor in uh, Happy Feet, and of course he was a cartoon version of the Cuban accent, which was mimicking Al Pacino. Boy, that dog boy is going to need some love stones. <laughs>
who live in a town where there's a bodega, and it could be New York, but, I you know, you have an abuelo, abuelita, you part of me? I watched the Casa Grandes. It's wonderful. It's a really good mix of all Latin cultures into one, you know, and Elena Vavalor is much the same, that Amy Carreo is from, uh, from the Dominican Republic, and you had myself, a South American, and you know, Mexican folks as well. Christian Lands, of course, is from Mexico, but very Americanized, but uh, bilingual, uh, full tilt. He's wonderful. So, yeah, what's happening with these Latin shows, aside from something like Coco, which was pretty exclusively cast Mexican, and I also work for the great Jorge Gutierrez on El Tigre and Book of Life, and that is multicultural as well. You know, getting to, to act in a Jorge Gutierrez project, Maya and the Three. Now, he, he's somebody that hopefully... Uh, Christina, that uh, you and, and everyone else will be involved in in the future. <laughs> Thank you. I know, right? So we thought opportunity. We thought opportunities might be closed for Latinx with a you know a Christina Areo. Yeah. But uh, but but the opportunities opened. The brains on and English was a full cast. Uh, but they needed a cast for Brains On in Espanol, and they needed a eight, nine, ten-year-old who could speak Spanish, and that's where Cristina came in. That's yeah, perfect. it was like such an advantage. And you played; she played five different girls. Yeah, that's amazing. Say, say hola, mami. That's amazing. Um, yeah, try, try, ask him if he could do it. <laughs> um. Well, I know. Um, I remembered um a couple of lines um from the um. Spanish version. Um, is it okay if I say one? Sure. Okay. Um. Hola, Molly. Quería saber por qué ciertos partes de nuestro cuerpo huelen particularmente feo que otras. Axilas apestosas. Alento y pies apestosos. Wow. I understood. I would like to. Quería. <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. I hope you keep it going, and I hope you have some contacts with you know Nickelodeon, and, and you can get those auditions and, and keep nailing them. We could certainly use you on the Casa Grandes. Uh, well, now you do have a contact. <laughs> well, now I do. Yeah. As, uh, as long as it's not um, Garcia. Garcia That's would right. not be a good call. So could um, Gar Garcia, um, what would Garcia say to say goodbye to two uh, Latina fangirls right now? What would Garcia say? I want to say uh, gracias to all the niñas jovenes out there uh, <laughs> and queson fanaticos or fanaticos de mi. Uh, yo, yo entiendo perfectamente por qué, porque yo soy un hombre guapo y un profesional en el, en el trabajo de policía. So, muchas gracias, fanáticas, y te amo. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, you're, you're such a, is it okay playing a jerk like that, um, Carlos? Yeah. You're, it's a lot of fun. You're it's okay. a lot of fun. You are such a jerk and you're so wonderful at it. And Thank you. I love you Thanks. so much. And, 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 and Cristina, um, you have a new contact at Casa Grande, so... Yeah, so... And I'll give you a hint who it is. His name is Carlos. Oh, yes. I, oh, you mean that Carlos? Oh, of course. <laughs> well, thank you, Cristina. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Kathy.
Thank you so much. Thank you for the pictures. And I love your pink hair. And your daughter sounds amazing. And Thank you. I, I'm just so ecstatic that 15 years later, you are just still as as awful as Garcia and as wonderful as Skylar and everybody else. Thank you. Thank you so much. Gracias. Gracias por Thank todo. Thank you. Adios. Adios, Joe. <laughs> okay. I am so happy that we just both spoke to Carlos Alasraki, who I have loved for so long, and he was a Taco Bell dog when I first interviewed him, maybe 15 years ago. Uh, I think I mentioned that, but uh, to recap, he's an actor, writer, comic, and my favorite uh, of all the characters, I have to admit, is Garcia from Reno 911. So uh, that that's so much fun that he just uh, called us fanatics. Uh, Garcia just insulted us, and I can't be happier. What was your, like, what's your favorite? Do you have a favorite character of his voice? Yeah, um, him in the Casa Grandes. Yeah, that's a funny, like, show. They're like a mess, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, it's a mix from The Loud House. Oh, it's cute. And, they're, and it, it sounds like, uh, it, it sounds like you might have a contact there. Yeah, if you like this podcast. Yeah, okay, let's cross our fingers. Cool. Okay, so uh, we're going to post on, he's so gracious, he does a tutorial about how to be a voice actor. He's so amazing. And we're going to post one on Catalina Mag. And uh, I think you know m much more about him. So I'll hand it over to you now to, to um, uh, I guess, let everyone into Carlos's world. Okay. Let's go. For even more on Carlos, go to his webpage, carlosalasraki.com, and make sure to go to my Instagram page, at Christina Abril, for more fun behind-the-scenes pictures and even tutorials. And listen next week when I interview Carlos's talented daughter, Riley. Riley is a young actress who is the voice of Rock Talk in Star Trek Prodigy. In the meantime, I have a back to school special for kids. Check out a phone made just for us by Gab Wireless. Yes, Gab. Like talking, gabbing. I'll be posting pics of me gabbing on my Gab phone on my Instagram. As a Catalina Stars listener, you'll get 10% off a phone or a watch that's used as a phone at gabgabbwireless.com. Just use the code Catalina10. That's Catalina10 at checkout and receive 10% off. This will be good through September as my back to school gift to you. This is all thanks to my amazing patrons who support Catalina Stars podcast. Thank you to Stephanie. David Brody, Tammy, Steven, Kara Dad, John, Alexander, Thomas Salesman, Vincenza, Isa, Luidine, and Superstar King Mike. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Thank you, Christina, for giving us all that info on Carlos. Um, this was super fun. 
And you can find us on pressreader.com in our digital form. You can go to catalinamag.com for fun stuff. We have a shop. Um, and you could also find me on Twitter. Oh, yes, definitely. I'm very active on Twitter. I'm at Aru Kathy. And uh, yeah. And oh, Instagram, I'm Kathy Aru. It's super confusing. Hey, Christina, thanks for being here. My co-star from Catalina Stars, Young and Famous. With Christina Rue. And I'm Christina Rue. Okay, bye.